Your heart is the seat of the Spirit, the throne from where you rule from here on earth. A priest's responsibility is to offer up spiritual sacrifices which are pleasing to him. A king's responsibility is to make judgments, decisions, and decrees. You are in a position where you worship God, and through that relationship as a priest, you make decisions as a king on how you're going to live your life. So I'm a priest and a king. Man, so... All right, so just general background. I went from kindergarten to sixth grade. I lived in Orlando. And then from seventh grade throughout high school and graduated in two years of college in Georgia. So I got a lot of the Southern stuff. You know what I'm saying? But even when I was like a kid kid, like three, four years old, all my mom really listened to at that time was country music. Mm. So I actually grew up on country music, like the first few years of my life. So like, I love a rainy night, my jam to this day, my jam, <laughs> boot scootin' boogie, my jam, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ain't uh, ain't nothing wrong with the radio. Don't rock the jukebox, uh, bro. I'm telling you, like, all this sounds so foreign to me, bro. bro but but that's what I mean. Like those are like old, like Alan Jackson and all of them. Like yeah. that's you don't. <laughs> You know, like a lot of people don't know them, but like I listened to them, and my mom even had like a, it was Alvin and the Chipmunks singing the songs. So I listened to Alvin and the Chipmunks singing wow. these songs, and they had their own take on it and things like that. So like, and I love a rainy night. Dave is talking about, oh, it looks great outside and stuff. And so like, he's like, um, Alvin, you, you, or Simon's like, Alvin, you can't control the weather. He's like, hmm, maybe I can. And they start singing, I love a rainy night. And then it starts storming and stuff like that. So That's funny. And then, like, Dave is <laughs> begging Alvin to stop. He's like, Alvin, <laughs> tell him to stop singing so it'll stop raining because it was, like, flooding everything. But you hear it all in the audio. It's great. That's right? so funny. Yeah. So, like, they figured out, like, creative ra- ways and stuff. And, like, ain't nothing wrong with the radio. Simon would sing it. And so he would change the lyrics to there isn't anything wrong with the radio. Yeah. Just because proper English. <laughs> it's proper English. And then <laughs> but but the guys on the track with him, he's like, listen, like the, the proper lyrics are ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> he's like, that's not proper English, like stuff like that, you know? So it was really like a fun way to do it. And it always kept me entertained. But I liked these songs. Yeah. So I liked country music. Um, so my mom listened to all those country songs. Uh, she listened to Dixie Chicks. I liked them. Like that. <laughs> That's like first starting out. And then um, you know, I liked R and B, so I liked I liked Boys to Men. I liked New Edition. I liked um I loved Michael Jackson. Yeah, man. When I was first introduced to Michael Jackson, um, they used to play his music videos. Like every new year, they would play like all of his music videos. And every single year I would I remember sit down and that. watch every single music and they would play them like all day. Yeah, yeah, I remember before that. New Year, and I would watch every single one of them over and over and over and over and over and over. And I loved Michael Jackson. Like it was over. I'm a, all his music videos were like stories. All of them. They were sick. Man. All of them. And so um so I was heavy on that. Uh so I was heavy on like the R and B. I was heavy on the the um the country. And then like once you know, once I started like actually listening to the radio, then like hip hop started coming in. So like, like one of the earliest songs I can remember is Number One Stunner. <laughs> so yeah, like that. that one, like that was it for me. I'm a boy stunting like evil can like bro. Like you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course, like I said, we heard more money, more problems. Yeah. Um, you know, we heard we heard R and B as well. Um, but really, hip hop started kind of coming into the picture like very heavy and so like then i started liking ti 24 is the song you talking about yeah, yeah. like bro like <laughs> loved it yeah and so i didn't really i didn't really i'll take that back a, and a, a lot of the older school r&b i liked because my dad would play it all the time so like like the temptations and uh cool in the gang luther i loved luther one of my favorite songs, one of my favorite old school songs is Get Down On It. That's my jump. That's a fire joint. Yeah, like that's, that that's, that's it. Joint you know what I'm sure. saying? And just things like that. And of course, like I said, Michael Jackson and all that. So all that old school stuff, like I, I like that stuff. So kind of fast forward a little bit, you know, hip hop kind of starts coming to the picture. So T.I., 
Ludacris, Eminem, Busta Rhymes. Like, I'm loving all these dudes, you know what I mean? And and I did like Biggie. Um, as far as the Biggie versus Tupac thing, I'll go ahead and get my Tupac. Tupac was not a super great rapper, but mm-hmm. he was very charismatic on the mic, and he could tell a story very well. Yeah, but he w- there was no. I I started liking the punchlines and the metaphors. So because I like the metaphors and I like these punchlines and stuff, Tupac doesn't bring that. Yeah. So as much of an impact as Tupac had on the game, I don't consider him a top rapper. Like if we're just talking just rap, I don't consider him a top rapper. So that's my that's my Tupac. He's more like a poet. Yeah. No, for sure. Because I, at that time too, like when I, you know, when I'm growing up and stuff, even in elementary school, I'm writing poetry. Yeah. Like I'm 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 writing poetry. I've been writing poetry since then. Um, you talked about doing a song in a talent show. I mean, I did a Michael Jackson song with my two friends in a talent show. Nice. I came up with like little tiny dance moves and stuff, things like that. It was like uh, I think it was like fifth grade. You know what I mean? But um, as far as R and B, I really liked R and B. And I started liking female R&B singers, like Alicia Keys. Yeah, I started she's like fire. Mary J. Like I started liking them. But see, the problem was where I was growing up, people looked at if you liked a song that was made by a woman, you were gay. Yeah. I mean, that, I think, honestly, that was, I think that was universal. Yeah, which, it, <laughs> I mean, it, it might be. But like I said, that's where I was. So like I would keep that under wraps. But some of my favorite songs were made by women. Yeah. As great as the song by Eminem is, Stan, mm-hmm. as great as that song is, my favorite part is the chorus. I love her voice on that. Dido is dope. I love her voice in the chorus. Like, there's nothing like it. You know what I'm saying? I like. I still like the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't. You couldn't. I couldn't say that though. Like, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't voice that. Like, yo, yeah, no. Dixie Dixie Chicks are kind of fire. Um, and so once I started getting into like making mixed CDs and stuff, yeah. like my own little CDs. Bro, it was all, it was wild. It was all over the place, bro. There was Dixie Chicks on there, and it would go into T.I., and then it would go into, like, Eminem, then it would come circle back to, like, NSYNC. Hold up, this is all on one disc? Yes. You're it funny. would circle back to, like, NSYNC. It was, I'm, I'm dead serious, bro. But even before, like, I made CDs, I had, you know, we had the, the cassettes. The cassettes, And then bro. we would put it in the radio, and you yes. can record the song. So yeah. I would take songs from CDs, play the song, and then put it. So on one CD, I, I, had, I had some Backstreet Boys. I had Cisco. I had Boys to Men. I had Michael Jackson. And I had, um, ah, who was it? It was a rapper, though. I can't remember who it was. Like all on one, all on one tape. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So like, you see how like you you say yours is diverse, but mine is like out the way, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. What? What? How does make this make sense? It doesn't. That's so funny, bro. I didn't even mention none of the, my pop artists. <laughs> none of them. NSYNC is definitely up there. Right. I love NSYNC. I don't care yeah. what nobody. So says. I so <laughs> like I I really liked all this music, and then and then like around I would say like middle school. Like I really liked the punk rock stuff. Yes. Like I'm, I'm like the Avril Lavigne. Yes. Um, oh, I like Blink One Eighty Two. Yellow Card. Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two. Like I liked all, and I'm like, yo, like this stuff is good. Yeah. Um, like one of my favorite songs is like, uh, oh, I like Fall Out Boy. Well, one of my favorite songs is um, like Downhill from Here. I can't remember who sings it, but like that's one of my favorites. I loved Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. I loved Dance Dance by Fall Out Boy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I yeah. like I started liking these things. I liked Avril Lavigne, like I said, but you know, like once again, you can't say that. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm liking all these songs in secret. And so now this is country, this is pop, this yeah. is punk rock, this is hip hop, <laughs> this is R and B, like all of that. You see what I'm saying? So and then, you know, around middle school is when Kanye West started coming out, and then like so, like then I really started paying attention to like Ludacris. Ludacris became one of my favorites. Yeah, he's nasty. Ludacris is goaded in my yeah, book. Yeah, he is definitely because that bro. Like you can't like Southern hospitality. You can't tell me anything, bro. No, and that's his very first like single. Yeah, and and you can't tell me nothing, bro. Like you can't. <laughs> like you you talk about Southern hospitality, roll out Saturday. 
Like all, bro. Like those are like the the few like off rip that was just like, bro. Like you can't. I really like blueberry yum yum. Blueberry yum yum. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a dope one. And then um, uh, around that same time is when I actually got into Outcast, but that wasn't until Stankonia. Yeah. So, but I got into them in Stankonia, but I didn't realize that Rosa Parks. I didn't realize that Elevators. I didn't realize all those songs that I like, me and you, yeah, yo, mom, yeah, like yeah, those songs yeah. and stuff that I heard on the radio before, yeah. I didn't realize I was outcast, but I did like those songs. You see yo, what I'm saying? Because I, I went through I went through the same thing, bro. Like yeah, there was a I lot was, of music. I, I had no idea who sang them. Yeah. Nothing. Like I was I young, I was in elementary school and you don't really pay attention to yep. the artists. Cause I even have like kids in elementary school. Can you play this song? Oh, by who? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, and so like all these different things like I started getting into and then um and then I started getting really heavy on like hip hop. My first explicit label CD that I got, my brother bought it for me. Sorry mom, sorry dad. <laughs> it was it was actually Mike Jones's album. His very first one. And that junk was crazy. Yeah, was it that it wasn't album bad. Was good, was bro. it bad? Like still tipping, goaded. That's goaded. Yeah, and that's you can't tell me song. you can't tell me anything different. And so after, but once I once I listened to Mike Jones, I started listening to the Texas rappers, the Houston ones. So Paul Wall. Yo, he's nice. I started listening to Bun B. I started listening Chameleonaire. Bro, a lot of people don't realize Chameleonaire was that dude, bro. Yeah. Chameleonaire nice. can rap. He was nice. like people clown him and stuff, and people only know riding dirty. But that whole album, The Sound of Revenge, my guy. My guy. <laughs> he has a song called Southern Takeover. Killer Mike, Chameleonaire, and Pastor Troy. I don't know if you know Pastor I Troy. I know Pastor Troy. Vice versa. They 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 we had to, I remember I forgot which one was his like big single. Vice That's versa. the one that, that played in New York. Vice That's versa. how I knew yeah. who Pastor Troy was. Yeah. But other than that, man, and they didn't so, really promote him like yeah. that. But like that that song to me, like I could listen to it all day, even now, and just <laughs> be fine. <laughs> you know, like, I'm sorry. Um, so, like, I started listening to all these Houston rappers and things like that. Um, and then when I first, when I first heard Lupe Fiasco, I hear Kick Push and I see the video, and instantly I was very intrigued because Lupe was the first rapper that looked like me. Mm. Like, short hair, not flashy, skinny, skinny frame glasses. Like, he, he looked like a dork. Yeah. That kind of looked like a dork. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, in middle yeah, yeah. school, you know what I mean? Because that's when Kick Push came out for me in middle school, like, seventh or eighth grade. I'm like, man, like, this dude, like, and he can, he's he's telling a story. Like, yeah. you can, and this was, you could see the story he was telling. You could, you didn't even have to watch the video, but you could see. First got it when he was six, didn't know any tricks. Matter of fact, first time he got on it, he slipped. Yeah. Landed on his hip and bust his lip for a week. He had to talk with a lisp like this. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you can see all of that. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. see all of it. It paints a whole picture. Mm -hmm. And then I hear daydreaming, and I'm like, bro. That took it from me. That painted an even bigger picture. And then I saw the video, and I'm like, dude, like, he somehow made this video work. Yeah, with the robot and stuff. Yeah, but even like what he's saying and the metaphor that he, the metaphors that he used and the way he went about it and Jill Scott's voice on it was so beautiful and I'm just like, what the heck, dude? Like, yeah, this is, man. And, that was a very complete song. Yeah, like, and like, so and so then I'm like, dang, I'm looking at this dude Lupe, and I had only heard a little bit of Food and Liquor at that time. I didn't hear the whole thing, and so I'm like, all these different. You see all these different influences, right? And so, and now I'm understanding why there's so many influences in my life. But, you know, at the time, it's like, I just liked music. Yeah. So, like I said before, when you ask somebody, hey, or when somebody's like, I really, I just love music. I can't get enough of music. And then you say, ask them, what do they listen to? They give you two genres. Yeah. It's like, do you really like music or do you just like these? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm talking about all of these. Like, I'll turn on country music right now and be fine. I'll turn on punk rock and be fine. I'll turn on heavy metal. Because then I started playing Guitar Hero. Oh, man. Bro, I started playing Guitar Hero. And then what would happen was these songs, I'm like, these songs are nice. Yeah. Iron Man, Black Sabbath? Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. One of my favorites is um, um, Painted Black by the Rolling Stones. Yes. That right. song is sick, man. Yes. And so, like, these songs from Guitar Hero, now now rock is being introduced. And I already like Linkin Park. Yeah. 
Um, I was kind of confused though because the first time I ever heard Linkin Park was um, I can't remember the name of the song. He's like, "Numb." Shut up when I'm talking to you. Shut up, like yeah. that or whatever. But that was like their first album. Yeah, that was before Numb. And then I I actually got the album Meteora, which Numb was on, and that that album no skips for me. It's fire. No that skips album. for me. Yeah, that that's so. And dope. so. Um, and Mike Shinoda in the mix, that yeah. was like a right. pretty dope mix of hip hop and rock. Yeah. I loved it. For sure. I thought it was great. And so, um, so yeah, and then, and then also like with, with the songs from Guitar Hero, if I was like, because I, I started playing on Expert. Like I got really good at it. Man, you're, you and had I, the pinky too? Yes. I couldn't do Bro, that. Bro, like, <laughs> I'm talking about like, they had you playing like three note chords. Yeah, on the fam. Like, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I, I stopped loved, that hard. But that's what I'm saying. I loved it though. Like I loved it so much. Just to be, just to be able to play these songs was beautiful to me. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. And I know it's not pl- like playing a real guitar. So calm down, musicians. Whatever. It's whatever, gaming. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like color buttons. Cool. Like I'm. I can do that. And um, but like some of the songs I would struggle with. I would go and listen to them over and over and over, and I would hear the solo, I would hear the riffs, and I'm like, okay, that's what it's supposed to sound like. Right. Because once I started playing on on expert, I couldn't play on any other difficulty. It was too slow. Like medium would move too slow. Really. Hard would move too slow for me. So once I once I actually like really started playing on expert, it was like I couldn't I couldn't play on any other difficulty. So it was like it was either expert or bust. <laughs> every every song. That's fine. like that's how. Crazy, again, yeah, yeah, right? that's dope. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so then I st- like the the rock and the heavy metal, like started getting into that. <laughs> it's a wild mix, bro. <laughs> Listen, man, that's a wild. Mix. I left out a lot, man, but rock yeah. was my joint, man. Right. I loved rock. Nirvana was fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Nirvana really changed the game for me and rock. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? The Foo Fighters were sick, and what's crazy yeah. is that the main singer from Foo Fighters is the drummer from Nirvana. Right, right, right. And he plays all the instruments. He does. Like he's a one man band, mm-hmm. man, for sure. Yeah. Um, Aerosmith had some joints. Aerosmith. Um, Guns N' Roses was fire. Love Guns N' Roses. They, yo, they're they lead singers. Welcome to the oh. jungles, goaded. I like Sweet Child of Mine too. Sweet Child of Mine is good. It's a but very, Welcome very to dope. the Jungle is yeah, goaded. That's a dope song. That's goaded. Dope me, song. I even like some um, Everclear. Everclear mm-hmm. was dope. Um, Metallica got some dope joints. Yeah. Bro, exactly. It, the list goes on, man. So, rock, rock had had its era in the '90s. Rock was it. Yeah. Real talk. It was but between see, rock and hip hop. I didn't get into rock like that until the 2000s, though. Yeah, because I, I was able to listen to it yeah. and look for it. Right. You know what I mean? My In my household, you weren't going to hear right. none of that stuff. Yeah. But And it wasn't cool. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you looked weird if you listened to rock. Yeah, you were considered sure. an emo kid or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that was a stigma, too, <laughs> yeah. as well. Like, the same thing, like, you're gay if you listen to R&B. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, uh, you're okay, so my, my internal struggle was I was never dark enough for black people. I was never white enough for white people type thing. Yeah. So once, especially once I started hanging out with black people, it was like, uh, I don't need my white side showing up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. around them, I'm singing T.I. Like um, Urban Legend was the first T.I. Uh, album that I actually bought. Mm-hmm. And it, like that was like in middle school at that time, that was it. You know, but then, like I said, in Georgia, then you start hearing Lil John come up. You start hearing Yin Yang Twins come up. You start hearing Crime Mob come up. You start hearing uh, Lil Scrappy. Are they the ones that, they the ones that saying Nuck, Nuck if, if you, you book? Yeah, Crime yeah. Mob. That was so, a dope song. Yeah. So you talk now that the crunk era, I was in that. Like, I was all up in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that whole era I was in, but I still liked... It was big, brother, because that yeah. even leaked up to New York. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And so, and I still liked... And I loved I loved Usher as well. What was it? And then the the dancing era. So, Soldier Boy. We heard Crank That before Crank That was a thing. Really? He's from Atlanta. Yes. So, we heard Crank That before it was Crank That. That's crazy. We heard... Like when he came out with his album, mm-hmm. we had already heard the entire album. Oh, was it like his mixtape? It was like he just made these songs and then put them up, like in videos, yeah. and then got signed and then made made it into an album. Wow. So like crank that, ya trick, like all of those. Like we had already heard his entire album before his album came out. Oh snap! Yeah, it's kind of like how people heard "So Far Gone" by Drake before. 
it came out on iTunes and stuff. Like, it's the same way. Right, right, right. Like, we had already heard it, bro. Like, you didn't have to release it on iTunes, yeah. <laughs> like, a year or two later. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it was like that. So, that's that's when that started coming in. And then you had, then there was all the crank dats. Like, we had all of them, bro. Like, we had, we had uh, Crank the Batman. We had, uh, we had the Ricky Bobby. We had all of these. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we knew how to do all of them. Whoop Rico? Fam. <laughs> you know, you probably haven't even heard of what know what that is. Bro, listen, if you were at any type of function or party or event and Whoop Rico came on, bro, everybody whooping Rico. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. See, my Georgia people gonna know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's so funny. But but like that was like a whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that was the thing. So, but I still loved like the lyricism part. I still loved the punchline, the poetic side of of rapping and stuff. So T.I. was still up there for me. Ludacris was still up there for me. And then when Lupe Fiasco came out with The Cool, at, when I listened to that album, he was goaded in my book. That That is when he became my, my favorite, favorite rapper. And then I didn't even realize until a year after he dropped The Cool that, because like I said, I never heard Food and Liquor. I didn't hear the whole thing. Um, the cool is basically he took one song from Food and Liquor and created an entire story yeah. behind it. Yeah. And it was like, who does that? And then when I heard the song, The Cool, I'm like, this album makes so much more sense now. And now that I'm here, I'm like, dude, Lupe is, is the first rapper that as he's rapping, you can, it's, it's almost like, a painted picture and you can see every single thing he's saying. Yeah. It's literally like poetry in motion. It's like he's the first one that could do that. Like people have clever lines and this and that, but the way he words everything and the way he puts everything together, it's like a canvas and he's like he's painting yeah. the picture. What that's is, how that's how a lot of people felt about Nas. But yeah. His but delivery is not the same. Exactly. Like Lupe's delivery is I can just be different. entertained. Right. You know what I mean? It's like just different. I'll be in tune. So in when it. you hear hip hop saved my life, yeah. you oh. that it's crystal clear. Yes. Crystal clear. I love that song. You know what I'm saying? When you hear Superstar, everything he's saying is crystal clear. Yeah. When you hear these That's songs, everything is crystal clear. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you hear the first time I heard this was like before the album came out, but uh, his song "Put You on Game" from the Cool. Oh, it was on. It was on that mo- on that movie Street Kings yeah. with Keanu Reeves in them. And then it had that part in the trailer. It was like, "I am the American Dream, the Rape of Africa, the Undying Machine." Yeah, the over like that part. And I'm like, "That's Lupe. That's Lupe. <laughs> I need that track right." And then when I saw it was on the Cool, I'm like, "Oh yeah, we lit." Right. Yeah, man. That song was on repeat for a whole day. Let me put you on game. Right. Yo, that song so, is fire. And and once again, but I'm still listening to these other rappers. I'm still listening to these R&B people. I'm still listening to the punk rock stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, of course, high school, um, we had all the crank dads. We had the dancing era. And then that's when um, Paper Trail came out. No, not Paper Trail. Not Paper Trail. Um, it Which was uh, Big Things Poppin'. Little things stop. That was that was toward the, that sick. was toward the end of high school, but that Ti and even the Ti from um, King, that album. That's King the, was that's dope. the one I was looking for. King was a King, dope album. That album with Top Back, with Ride with Me, with all of those, mm-hmm. bro. Like <laughs> that was like it. And kind of rewinding a little bit in ninth grade, actually rewinding a little bit more, but. Lil Wayne came out with the Carter, Carter One. They had Go DJ on it, and it had some some other pretty good songs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Lil Wayne's back. Cool. I love the block is hot. I love you know, I I really liked his part in uh, back that thing up. Yeah, you know it what was I'm very catchy. And before <laughs> before it was vax that thing up. Oh, it was back that thing. Up. <laughs> How could you even mention that, man? Come on. <laughs> Why? Why? That was the funniest thing I've seen in a while, bro. It's the biggest waste of Girl, time. Girl, you look good. Won't you vax that thing up? 
How much did they pay you to say <laughs> Fam, that? Fam, come on. I was now. done, bro. I was like, you <laughs> you sold out. You to sold the out. Power. Absolutely. But um, <laughs> but then um, but yeah, like once Fireman came out, I'm like, dude, Fireman is fire, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. But once I heard the Carter two, and this was before I heard the Cool. But once I heard the Carter Two, Lil Wayne immediately became my favorite rapper. There's no skips on the Carter Two. Zero skips for me on the Carter Two. He comes in with the mob, and all, and then fly in, bro. He, he had three songs on that album with the same beat: fly in, Carter Two, and fly out. And each one of them, it's like it's hard to pick a top, <laughs> like which one's your favorite because it's it's all bars. So Lil Wayne was my favorite for a long time because then he he's on features. He's on, you know what I mean? He's on He was all, all over the place. He was everywhere yeah. at that point, right? There wasn't anything you listened to that Lil Wayne wasn't on. Yeah. And so um then when but when the Carter 3 came out, I'm like this is way different than what he's he's not rapping rapping. And me at that time, I liked like you need to get up there and rap. Yeah. Like I need to hear you rap. And he wasn't doing that. So I didn't like the Carter 3 cuz I'm like he's not like the songs are cool, but he's not like he's not that that guy right now. Yeah, you know, I, I he need to be that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that type of thing. So the Carter Three, I'm like, I don't know about this guy no more. And then he's but he's still on features and he's doing all this other stuff. And then uh, can't believe it comes out with T Pain. Um, there was another one he was like low key singing on or something. I yeah. can't remember which one it was, but like you know, oh, and T Pain uh, was very big where we were. As well, T Pain he he introduced the auto tune thing. Yeah, and he was he was cool, entertaining when he came out. He was yeah. big in the clubs in New York yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. He was, but big no, in the he club. was he was very he was big time popping. But like he's in dope. He's dope, yeah, he is. man. For that that part of music, mm-hmm. he takes the crown for right, the auto tune. Sure. Like sure. he's nat- even without it, he's phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. Like he can actually sing. Mm-hmm. He he's can. really good. He can. And so you know that's that. Yeah, those were like the main ones I listened to. You know what I mean? But um, like I said, once I got the cool, Lupe was goaded. Like that, I'm like, Lupe's I could see the that. Man, dude. I could definitely like, see I, that, I, man. Because that album is. That like, album, whew. no skips. It's sick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's just like, it, and it wasn't like a phase thing because, like I said, I liked Lupe before. And I'm like, dang. And then, you know, of course, Kanye comes out and uh, uh, Touch the Sky. Lupe's that album. verse is crazy. Yeah, that's what introduced him actually. Yeah, that, yeah. and that album in general was yeah. insane. And um, but Kanye was real big for me too. I liked his production. Like there was some like I didn't know what it was at the time, but there was something about his production, and I'm like, his songs sound good even when he's not like, he, he like all falls down. He wasn't like saying anything like super clever no. or super flashy, but no. just the beat just captivates you. You know what I mean? And his creativity really got me. So fast forward to college. So, you know, I accepted Jesus at 17. Oh, let me let me rewind a little bit. I've never liked the gospel sound. Like the the black church gospel choir. Yeah. But I've never liked that sound. So I've never really liked Kirk Franklin. I've never really liked Fred Hammond. Like I like some of their songs that they have, but not your it, preference. Yeah, it's like I can we get a revolution? I hate <laughs> that song. I hate that song, bro. You can tell by the way you sing it. Yeah, like I, I hate it. You know, it's just stuff like that. That's so like I was never into that. You know what I mean? So like James Fortune, like I never, I never got into that because I never liked that kind of music. There was yeah. something about it that was just cringy to me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine. And then like what what started making me laugh about it was like they were like. <laughs> so you know how like boys to men they would always have like the I'm sorry baby like yeah, in the yeah, middle the of the song deep, the deep like imagine guy. that but in these gospel songs like I need you Jesus I need you Jesus I can't do this without you I can't do this without you <laughs> like, that's how it was to me it's like they're like whispering it real yeah, low and then the funny. choir singing it and that was so that I made that so fun because I'm like that's so aggravating but it's so it was like, like you, it you was were that meme point. with the guy taking off the headphones yeah yeah I was like what like why are you whispering to me right so now you know funny, what I mean? yo. so um so yeah so I, I mean I grew up heavy in the crunk era heavy in all of that you know what I mean and then um, shortly, shortly after high school is when the trap sound kind of started really, really, really taking over. 
Um, but I accepted Jesus when I was 17. And then over the summer, I came down here to visit. And I got every single Christian hip-hop song I could get from Jesse. Every single one. Lecrae, Trip Lee. Uh, it was a little bit of KB at the time because KB wasn't really like that dude. Yeah. Like right now, KB's that dude. If, yeah. if y'all don't know Christian hip hop, KB's the the like when you talk about Christian hip hop, you have to mention KB. But he was he was just barely coming out. Um, Show Baraka, one of my all time favorites. Like I told you earlier, Cross Movement, Ambassador. Yeah. Um, all of them, and so like I had a whole cat Tadashi had a whole catalog of just Christian hip hop. And um, I was at a point in my life where I was like, I need to consecrate myself to God because I feel far away from him, right? So for I decided for a week I was going to listen to nothing but Christian hip-hop. That week turned into two weeks. That two weeks turned into a month. That month turned into three months. That three months turned into six months of just Christian hip-hop to a point where I was ready to delete every other song in my library. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, is when I started listening to Wale. Um, I started listening to Drake. You know what I mean? Old school Drake. <laughs> I want to make that crystal clear. Old school. Yeah. So like so far gone stuff. I would even say think up to Think Me Later. No, even before that. I No, I'm saying like yeah, up yeah, to yeah, that yeah. point. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. That's when yeah. Drake was whew, yeah, yeah, yeah. top notch. Yeah. As far as J. Cole... The first time I ever heard J. Cole was on a Wale song, Beautiful Bliss. And the first time I heard him, I'm like, this dude is going to blow up. There's that was the no first way. time you heard him? That was the first time I heard him. Man, you, so you that never was, heard him on A Star Was Born? On A Star Was Born? That was on the Blueprint 3. They came out 3. about the same time. Really? I, I yeah. feel like Blueprint 3 came out first because... They came what, out about the same time. I remember because I had both of them. I had Blueprint 3 and I had Attention Deficit. Yeah. I had both of them about the same time. They came out. I loved the same him time. on a Star Was Born. Yeah, Whew. but so. mind you, like I wasn't like a heavy Jay Z fan. Yeah, so yeah. I listened to the album, but I didn't really pay attention that much yeah. to a lot of it. I liked, um, I liked on to the next one. I liked off that, I, and I liked some of those. But um, I expected more out of Drake in that song, though. Yeah, he. I mean, he only he did, did the, the chorus. Hooks. So yeah, like, yeah. But I mean, he killed. I it, wanted though. him to rap, but he killed it though. Yeah, because that's when Drake it. was the man. Yeah, and there was like, another one. Rap? There was another one I liked on there. Uh, Venus versus Mars was good. that was a dope. I one. liked that one. Oh, I love that song. But um, so the first time I like really heard J Cole was on that song, "Beautiful Bliss," and I'm like, man, like this dude is crazy. And then I start, and then I, that's when I listened to the warm up. After that, and that and a lot that was of before Sideline Story. Yeah. That was his mixtape before he started blowing up. And I listened to him. And the same thing my dad said about DMX was the same thing I said about J. Cole. Like, this guy is really good. He just cussed a little bit too much. But, like, unnecessary. Like, you didn't even have to you didn't have to say that. It was like you, you wanted did. to be cool kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, you didn't have to say that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at that moment, I'm like, he's, J. Cole's going to be, like, big. He's gonna, there's no way. He's got to make it. You know what I mean? So, like I said, but I'm listening to all this Christian hip-hop all of a sudden. And now, like, I started learning through that. I started learning the Bible. I started learning scripture. I started learning principles. I started learning all these things without even realizing it. So, like, I'm realizing, like, a lot of their bars were scriptures and couldn't even tell. Wow. You know what I mean? And one that, the one album that really changed my life was Rebel by Lecrae. Yeah, that's a, that's a dope album. Mm -hmm. I think that's the one that you put me on to. Rebel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. That was a good one. And then, um, but my favorite one at the time, and Trip Lee became my favorite Christian hip hop artist. He uh, he had an album called Twenty Twenty, and at that time, like uh, Trip Lee, he was signed to Reach Records with Lecrae and them when he was sixteen. And he dropped his first album at sixteen. Wow. And then KB dropped his first mixtape at sixteen. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't and know then that. and then so when Trip Lee was eighteen, he made this album Twenty Twenty, and it was. Fire, bro. <laughs> Super fire. One of those albums that have no skips. <laughs> like one of those. In in early Christian hip hop, no skips. So That's I'm liking I'm liking all of these guys and I'm like, man, like these dudes, like they can rap the way I like to hear rap. Yeah. 
And a lot of them didn't sound corny. There were some of them that were corny, and I deleted them. I'm the <laughs> but a lot of them weren't. Oh, Flame is another one I didn't mention. Flame uh, and somebody else. I can't think of it right now. So through that, I started really getting heavy into Christian hip-hop and that, and that thing. But at the same time, like I said, trap was becoming a thing. So all you heard was all the way turned up, oh, let's do it. You heard Racks on Racks on Racks. So Future's first song, Racks on Racks on Racks. Waka Flocka's first song, pretty much. Oh, let's do it. And then um, I'll say, quote, unquote, Roscoe Dash, because it was actually Travis Porter. (laughs) It was a group which Roscoe Dash was a part of. It was a trio, and their name was Travis Porter. And they made All the Way Turned Up. And then once they split, Roscoe Dash, I guess, wrote it pretty much. Yeah. So he got the rights to it, and then when he got signed, he dropped it again and changed the beat. So, um, so like that really, that trap stuff started picking up, you know what I mean? So once I started listening, like listening heavy to Christian hip hop and stuff, and I started really like paying more attention to it, I started like branching out more and more and more and more and more to Christian hip hop and stuff. And once I did that, it was like, it opened up a whole new world because now I'm realizing like there's so many artists out there that you don't even hear about. Yeah. It just started really changing me on the inside. Like listening to that instead of what I was listening to, yeah, <laughs> like really started changing my whole world and my whole perspective and my whole outlook on everything. Because like now I'm getting scripture, now I'm getting like you know in a sense getting life. And I mean, like we said before, like the type of music we grow up on, it's it's all demographic based. So like all you hear is New York stuff. I didn't hear too much New York stuff, but I did hear it, you know. But I heard a lot of down south stuff. Yeah. But um, once so they the listeners are kind of getting like the best of both worlds kind yeah. of thing because I'm, yeah. I'm hardcore New York, right? <laughs> and so, but once I started, honestly, once I started listening to Christian hip hop, I started being more a lot more open to music. Even though I like I was in every genre, I started being a lot more open to to music in general because now some of these Christian hip hop artists were making stuff that was a little bit different um, to a point where it was kind of scary because it's like, I don't know if they're going to last very long in this arena, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's like, you know, there's, and, and there's all these stigmas. So now I have the stigma that listening to R&B is gay. I have the stigma that <laughs> <laughs> listening to, you know, the punk rock and the country stuff, it, it makes me too white. Yeah. And then I have the stigma of listening to Christian hip hop is corny. So it's like, I can't like freely listen to my music i can't freely in a sense be who i am because i have to you know listen to what everybody else is listening to yeah, and stuff like adapt that to the but crew. i couldn't stand walk a flock of flame i couldn't i couldn't stand racks on racks on racks <laughs> i couldn't stand those songs but that's all we heard you know what i mean up in college and then so i i actually put down listening to any music that was not christian hip-hop i actually put it down and I stopped paying attention to these artists and I stopped for like a good <laughs> couple years. But then after that, like the that commercial pop type sound started kind of getting, yeah. like taking root. So like um, Calvin Harris, like when he did the songs with like Neo and Rihanna, like those songs, I really liked those. And there was some other like poppy type stuff that I liked. Even Justin Timberlake came out with some pop stuff that I liked. And so that came into play. Yeah, when he became a solo artist, he like, yeah. whoa, yeah. he blew up. Exactly. Blew up. Yeah, for exactly. sure. And so, but then, then I start paying attention more to production and my ear starts changing. So um, my ear starts changing. I start hearing certain things in music that I've never heard before. And then once I started doing that, music meant a lot more. Yeah. You know? kind of fast forwarding up to like now where I am now it's like I don't I'm I'm very open to to any type of music now but you know there's certain song there's certain music that I can't stand like I can't still can't stand the gospel choir sound like I can't do it. I can't do it I'm sorry it'll just never happen it, it won't it will never happen <laughs> don't force it but um like I'm a lot more open so like a lot of these new artists whether they're mainstream or not, like I'm, I'm a lot more open to their music. So I was a lot, I was very open to Lil Baby, uh, the baby, 
I was open to a lot of these new guys. Something about him I just out. can't click with the Ooh. baby. Uh, he just has a, he just has the same flow in every song. That's yeah, I think that's what it is. But like bro. I but yeah, but like even like um Lil Yachty. Um I started like Young Thug. I started like really paying attention to them and I'm like, okay, you know, they're not that bad. Yeah. Um Jaden Smith is actually a uh a very, 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 very You know I never listen to artist. anything that I'm he's gonna done. I'm gonna send you one album. You listen to that album from track one to the end track and you'll be amazed by how talented this kid is. Production, writing, all of that. Nice. But um, he's so he's one of the artists that I like pay attention to now as well, and so it's it's re- it's really cool to just kind of see how music has grown because yeah. like I said for a long time I put aside like quote unquote secular music because it was like ah cool ain't got nothing for me. That's kind of how I am now yeah. to be honest. Right, right, right. So and now it's like I li- I I just love music, bro. You know what I mean. And now I'm more, a lot of times now I'm more looking for stuff that I can play while I DJ, things like that. So like, I lo- you know, I'll play the popular stuff, but I'll play stuff, that, stuff that's not as popular. Like a lot of times I'll like play a song and then I'll play like a Christian hip hop sound. It kind of sounds like it, you know, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I like to do that. Now some of my favorites, uh, I mean, Lupe Fiasco is still up there for me. He's number one for me, like number one all time rapper. All time, Lupe Fiasco. Nobody, nobody has dethroned him with that. <laughs> but you know, you talk about KB. You mentioned Aha Gazelle. He's one of my favorites. You know what I mean? So like, um, and I, I'm starting to appreciate more of the creativity that goes into it because yeah. as a as a producer now, it's like I appreciate all the creativity. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And even though, like a lot of the new Christian hip hop artists coming out, a lot of them are just kind of doing what everyone else is doing. But there's some of them that kind of stand out. It's like, yeah, that kid's different. Yeah. yeah, that one's different. You know what I mean? Like, no big deal. He's he's just different. You know what I mean? Um, Derek Minor, he's more of like the gritty in your face type thing. You know what I mean? But he's like Christian hip hop <laughs> in your face gritty type thing, which is kind of weird. I mentioned to you earlier, Reconcile. Uh, one of the he's like gutter gutter. <laughs> they're like, they're, up, bro. They're like, they're like kind of like what DMX would have been if right. he would have fully gave his life. Right. Bro. Basically. So like reconcile, he's like really hardcore in your face. He doesn't have many like he doesn't have many punchlines and metaphors, but he's one of those rappers that like he's just hardcore. Yeah. And he's he's like he he actually lives out what he's talking about. Like he's in prisons, he's leading people to Jesus, he's changing lives, he's going to youth detention centers, he's trying to build his community and things like that to help kids come up. He's married with like four kids, like he's he's really living that life. Yeah. Like he's really about that. You know what I mean? And even as of recently, you know, there's there's been issues because, you know, he cusses in his music sometimes, whatever, whatever. whatever. But it's like, like I said before, I'm not putting too much stock in that because he's still over here winning people to Jesus in the prison. So right. whether he's dropping a bomb or not, it's not changing the fact that people are receiving Jesus. And if right. that's how, that's how they, he's gonna connect with them, then I'm fine with that. Like, go ahead. Like, I'm not gonna look down on you because of that. You know? Yeah, what yeah, I mean? for sure. But he's he's definitely up. Th- like, he's one of the ones you listen to when you're just like ready to turn up type thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like my turn up. <laughs> turn up go-to, you know what I mean? And then back in like 20, 2016, 2017, I really started getting into EDM, like heavy EDM. So I started listening to mainly Steve Aoki, and yeah, I started looking at some of his sets, and I'm like, man, like this is crazy. Like I want to do that. I want to make that. Wanna, you know what I mean? And here we do Planet Shaker stuff for praise, and that's basically EDM. Like yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, big build-ups, big drops, heavy bass, and, you know, just... Ah. Just party, party, yeah, like you know, what I mean? like you jump, 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 pop confetti you know? all the time, right? You know, so um, <laughs> get lasers out, exactly, <laughs> with a whole with, lot with of smoke. smoke. <laughs> yeah, see, we want the smoke. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, so I really started getting heavy into EDM, and then as of recently, I kind of liked reggae, but not really at the same time. But as of recently, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite artists, Benja. Um, he's he's drifted into making reggae music, but it's not like normal reggae. It's almost like a mix between like I don't want to call it pop, but I'll call it more like the I don't know how to describe it, but it's like reggae mixed with like his own sound in yeah. a sense. Like his sound is a lot different than he can make a banger, but he can also make like a laid back kind of 
you know. He's like kind of evolutionary yeah. right. reggae type right. thing. So, so he's not, he's not, he's multifaceted. He's yeah. not just a one trick pony. But like he's merged his sound with reggae. And I'm like, dude, this is great. Like this sounds amazing. I want to listen to that. So I've kind of gone back and started listening to reggae now. You know what I mean? So, bro, listen, listen to '90s reggae. Man. I will. I will. '90s reggae. Is, I, yeah, I will. Oof, but like I said, everything. I'm slowly drifting back to it because it's like, man, like he's doing this. I want to see like where the roots are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, now I'm kind of going back to that. But, but yeah, so that's kind of where I am now. Where I am now is like um, I look more for content more than anything, and then I look for. Like, are you rapping? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's... That's really what that's I look for all the time. Yeah. All the time. Like, but so, if you're not saying nothing, I don't want to listen. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, number one for me is content. It's like, I don't, you know, shout out to artists who talk about a bunch of different things, not just one thing every song. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's why, like, you know, as as great and as popular as, like, Migos are and, and Cardi and Meg and, you know, all these other people, it's like... Ah, Kind of go over the same, get tired, of same it, boring stuff every time. There's nothing yeah. different. There's no growth. There's no, um, there's no other way. You know what I mean? Like, so, it's just one of those things. But, you know, a lot of times for the sake of DJing, it's like I kind of have to know these songs. I have to have them in my arsenal. Yeah. But as of recently, um, I I am starting to I'm I'm starting to dig K-pop, bro. Yeah, you was telling me about bro, that. Uh, listen. By the end of this year, <laughs> K-pop sound is going to be taking over. You're going to hear rappers doing it. You're going to hear all pop artists doing it. You're going to hear R&B singers doing it. You're going to hear them. By the end of this year, you're going to start hearing it. That's, I'm gonna, that I'm gonna sound is great, that. bro. I'm going to look sound, into some of them. BTS, man, <laughs> they're amazing, dude. But like, like, imagine I, like When a, I first heard them, bro, I didn't think they were Asian yeah, no. at all. Imagine like a... A super super elevated like in sync, <laughs> bro. It's like ten of them, bro. And they, yeah, they kill it. It's like time. a a group. It's a group group. It's a real <laughs> <Yeah>. group. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, man. That's when it comes to music, music like that's me. You know what I mean? Um, when it comes to hip hop, that that's that's where hip hop is kind of like my home, though. Yeah. Like if if nothing else if nothing else like I'm going back It'll to always be hip hop. It's always there. Like that's That's kind of like that like, for me too, man. Yeah. For sure. And it has been for a very very long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've never let that go. Especially because I rap myself, you know, I write poetry myself, you know what I'm saying? So that's like in me. Mm-hmm. And then now as of recently, EDM is in me. Like it's in me to to make that. It's in yeah. me to to listen for different drops and things like that. Like, I'll, I'll sit there and go through an album and just, like, just listen to the drop and be like, can I use that? Nah. nah. Can I use that one? Nah. <laughs> Man, all that build up for that week drop? Yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I just listen to that, you know what I mean? Because a lot of times it's not about the words, it's just about the drop. Yeah, the for EDM. sure. And, for that, sure. and the drop is what either makes or break it. You know what I'm saying? So... It's like that drop got to be it. If not, then like one of one of my favorite drops recently is the I think it's called Animal. Oh, that's Martin Garrix, bro. I think it was in FIFA. Yeah, that's by Martin Garrix. That song is crazy. Yeah, that song is so fire. Yeah, so fire. Even the the one that you played um in the Beatners night that they had like the the dance to. Oh yeah, 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 that song yeah, that was is dope. sick, man. Yeah, I really dope. like that song. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Right, and I mean, I like I liked a lot of old school house music. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people listen to it, but like yeah. the Nightcrawlers, the Nightcrawlers yeah, yeah, yeah. were so fire, man. The Jungle Brothers were so fire. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of old school house music that you you hear it in the new stuff, right? But, yeah, and I, and like I, house is cool, but it's like I like the drops. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like house is like I'll listen to it. Like it's something cool to have like in the background, yeah. but it's not like no, nah, it's, it's it's background. I gotta music. do the drops. Yeah, no, nah. I have to. House do music drops. is definitely background yeah, yeah, music, yeah. bro. It's not nothing that you'll play at a party. Yeah, just to get people <laughs> popping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe there are some, places that do though. Yeah, New, because New like, York was yeah, all about that. Like yeah. um, in the village and all mm-hmm. that stuff, man. My dad was always at house parties. Right. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like he he house has a different type of dance. No, for sure. And he used to kill it, man. Like anytime yeah. he did it, I liked his moves, bro. But my dad, he he can dance. He can definitely can there dance. You go. Yeah, he can dance. All right, so for fun, top ten rappers in no particular order. Go. 
You go first. I All went right. first with my storytelling. You're right. <laughs> All right. Let's take a second to just just make your list now. No, we doing the top from huh? the top of the head. No, I'm I'm gonna write them so I don't forget them. Okay, I'll go ahead and then I'll write that down yeah. in the meantime. I'm just gonna type them in so I don't forget. <laughs> now we're we're referring to just rapping. Just rapping. Yeah. So like, put on a beat and rap. Just rapping. Yeah. All right. I'm just I'm just making that clear for the listeners. Okay. This is <laughs> just just rapping. <laughs> Nothing else. Just rapping. Put on a beat, rap, get it. And it could be mainstream, it could be Christian, doesn't matter. Just overall. Man, this is, um, damn, when it comes down to it, bro, it's hard. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) That's why I said make your list. That's exactly why I said make your list. I think I I have, off rip, I have like 10 already, and I think in a bonus. (laughs) Think a bonus? Yeah, in a bonus. Like these are these are dudes I used to love listening to. Just freestyling, mm-hmm. freestyling is everything to me. That's an artwork in itself. Yeah, I mean, like even now too, like artists from now. Oh, I got a mix in there. All types. I got a mix in there, and I mean, I'm even putting in some at least one Christian rapper that I really, really dig right now. He definitely made the list. Just one. Off rip, you said top ten. <laughs> Just one. A lot of my circular rappers are definitely there. All right, I got mine. All right, this is all right. So I'm just gonna make this clear for the listeners. This is top ten, dead or alive. Top ten, dead or alive, in our opinions, best rappers. Just rapping. Just put on a beat and rap. Just yeah. rapping, not production. No. Nah. Not impacting the game. No. Nah. None of that. Just nah. rap. Yeah. So, like, if you got a cipher, what 10 rappers are you bringing to the cipher <laughs> to rap circles around the other person? <laughs> okay? Like, I just want to make that clear. Okay? And these are our opinions, and it was off the top. This was just made. Yeah, like it wasn't right like now. it wasn't like we thought about this for a week. No. We just made this list, like right sitting now. right here, right now. <laughs> we sat here and just made this list. Okay, <laughs> so do not, do not come at me, bro. Facts, <laughs> and don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> Argue with your mama. Facts. <laughs> she got time for it. Not I. She got time. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So I'm going first. Yeah. All right. No particular order. In no particular order. But number one, I am putting Lupe. (laughs) (laughs) This is no particular order. All right. Lupe Fiasco. Andre 3000. KB. Jackie Hill Perry. Jay Givens. Eminem. No Big Deal. uh, Biggie. Lil Wayne. And J. Cole. Cool. For those of you who don't know, Jackie Hill Perry and Jay Givens are both Christian uh, spoken word artists slash rappers. Will rap circles around a lot of people. And No Big Deal, also a Christian rapper. And KB, also a Christian rapper. I got four of them in my top list. Nice. Top top 10, dead or alive. Argue with your mama. <laughs> All right, I'll go now. <laughs> All right. Again, no particular order. Mm-hmm. No particular For order. my New York listeners, slow down, pump the brakes, all right? Feel me? <laughs> so I got Jada just from yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's fresh in my mind. So Jada Kiss, for those that don't know. Big L. Of course, I had to throw Jay on there. Jay-Z. Eminem. Big Pun. Biggie. Lupe. Kanye. Lil Wayne. J. Cole. Kendrick, I even threw KB in there because I'm a newly fan of his. Mm-hmm. And my bonus is uh, Big Daddy Kane. That's your bonus? Yeah, that's my of bonus. Every bonus you could have had? Bro, I could have I kept going. <laughs> I could have kept going. But I'm like, yo, I, we only had to do 10. All right, say, say your list one more time. Jadakiss, mm-hmm. Big L, mm-hmm. Jay-Z, mm-hmm. Eminem, Big Pun, Biggie, Lupe, Kanye, 
Lil Wayne, Cole, Kendrick, KB, and Big Daddy Kane. All right, so what was the album that did it for you for Kendrick? I want to say it was um, uh, Mad City. His first one? The very first one. Nice. That It was yeah, complete. It was, there. it was complete. That's a fact. Every track went with the last one, and it was a very great introduction yeah, to the sure. game. Loved it. For sure. Loved it. All right. Cole, I'm not even going to front. At first, I was like, this kid is good. Mm-hmm. But it was the mixtape that he did before Born Sinner. But when it came to like his commercial album, yeah. I loved Born Sinner. Mm-hmm. Born Sinner did it for me. Yeah. That was so fire. Uh, Forest Hill Drive did it for me. That was after Cole. Born Sinner. I know. But like, that's like what I'm like, okay. Yeah. He like rapped. what I what I saw what I saw or what I heard in Beautiful Bliss. Yeah. When I heard Forest Hills Drive, I was like, yeah, that's it. I think Love Yours is on that album too, right? Yes. One of the best tracks yes. ever. Ever. Love yeah. that song. So yeah, no, for sure. Uh KB, I don't even know. I think it was the very first album you put me on. Which one was that? I, d- I don't remember. I can look it up. But Today We Rebel? Yeah. That one was sick, man. And I like his new one. Yeah. The newest one he did? Fire. So Today We Rebel is... I put that in, like, top albums. Like, so that's about five albums. Out of every album that I can think of, about five albums have no skips. Like, that's one of them. Yeah, it's a great Today album. Today We Rebel. And everything's cohesive. And for me, that one, that's the one that elevated him and put him on a different level. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because he, he talks about this, and it was, it was an amazing testimony. So there was a stigma in Christian hip-hop that it's like, it's corny to like say Jesus, or it's corny yeah. to like, right? So there's a song he has on there called Monster with Aha Gazelle. <laughs> Go figure. And in the hook, has the has Jesus in it. So when his uh, his guy hit him up and emailed him the track with the with the hook, it had Jesus in it, and he was like, "No, you need to take Jesus out. You need to make it something else." And then he said, "God convicted him," and he's like, "Why? Like, why would you? Why are you ashamed to say my name?" So the the hook goes, "Boy, I used to be a monster. Mm-hmm. I was." Um, I was tweaking, had my mama going bonkers. If it yeah, you probably wouldn't believe it. If it hadn't, hadn't been, been for Jesus, Jesus, I'd be still running around like I'm a gangster. Yeah. Like that, right? <laughs> so that hook is fire, yeah, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and imagine if he didn't say, imagine if he took out Jesus out of that. It wouldn't make sense. Right. So that, for me, showed his, his growth and maturity in Christ. Yeah. And it elevated him. And that whole album was like, <laughs> bro, I'm t- it was so good, man. Like that one. His newest one, not so much. I feel like it was a fan grab. Um, he switched labels. He grabbed me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, what I mean is like he switched labels. Yeah. And like about half the album is samples. Like he sampled songs and just used them as, at like the sample is the chorus type thing. But it's like worship songs that are well known and stuff. So it's kind of like, ah, I'm kind of turned off by that when you hear every single song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Jackie Hill Perry and Jay Givens. So Jackie Hill Perry, a female spoken word artist and the only female on my list. Reason being is because she has an album, her very first album called The Art of Joy. And she, bro, like when I tell you, it's like you have to rewind it like 10 times to catch it. The bars fly, literally fly over your head. Like literally. I'm going to have to listen to her, man. I I got you. Female Christian artist? Yes. Nice. Christian spoken word artist. But like her albums, like there's a beat to it and stuff. I'm going to send, matter of fact, I'll send you one song. And you tell me what you think. All right. I'll, we'll listen to it when, we, when we're when we done recording. Nice. And you just 
I'll just let you listen to one song, and then I'll let you determine. <laughs> right? Um, actually, I might have to let you listen to two. She did one called Ode to Lauren, talking about Lauren Hill. Oh, really? Fam, because she was talking about how Lauren Hill had such an impact on her life. Bro. <laughs> She fire man. Bro. I forgot to talk about her, but female yeah. artist, she's definitely no, yeah, up she's there. up there. She's up there. And then Jay Givens, kind of same thing. He's a um, a Christian. He's a Christian spoken word artist. The only problem with him is uh, he just recently came out as as gay, oh, so really? he caught a lot of crap. I believe which it. I mean, cool. You know what I mean? But lyrically, there's not many people that can hang with him. I'll let you hear one of his. And lyrically, like, <laughs> there's not many people that can. He's 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 not quite on a level with like Eminem, like lyrically, but he's he's up there. And no big deal, kind of the same thing. Like his his stuff will go over your head once, and you'll be like, okay, wait a minute, I gotta rewind that. Is that the guy you showed me? Yeah, that's yeah. like he's like in front of like a cabin house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's right. nice. Right, I like that guy. Yeah. He's fine. Um, uh, yeah, like he's. <laughs> And he's witty, he's like just yeah, funny. Like he, he has, he has like unorthodox lyrics, like the the one lyric I showed you, uh, "Walking with the Lord, I got the Holy Spirit handy." When I looked down, I saw SpongeBob and Sandy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if you if it's like the first few times I hear it, I'm like, what what is he talking about? Yeah. And then once I realized, oh, if you're looking at SpongeBob and Sandy when you look you're down, walking you're walking on water. on water. I'm yes, like, oh, 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 right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so like, like you boom. don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't get it until like you get it. Like even Aha Gazelle, like he had one line in in the song I showed you. He's like, um, from the swamp. Like, ooh, that's a nice boulder. Like yeah. that or whatever. <laughs> and I didn't recently get it until I watched Shrek. And Donkey's like, I like that boulder. Yeah. That's a nice boulder from the swamp. Like, yeah. ooh, that's a nice boulder. Like, you see what I'm saying? And he's from Louisiana, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like just stuff like that. It's like, I, I really appreciate that, and I love it. I love that artistry. You know what I mean? I think Biggie, self-explanatory. Andre 3000, self-explanatory. I already explained about Lupe, Lil Wayne, and J. Cole. Pretty much self-explanatory. When uh, Lil Wayne dropped Funeral last year, yeah, and he went back to like rapping, rapping. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, he still got it. Yeah, that, <laughs> yo, like that, those songs. That was a mixtape, right? Yeah, yeah, like those songs weren't like sonically pleasing. No, but it was mixtape. But he caliber. was he was rapping, rapping. Yeah. He went back to like rapping. Yeah, like, I wasn't expecting I a studio album type. Nah, that that was, that, a, that was a mixtape, like, bro. Like it, it reminded me in New York going to the streets into the bootleggers yeah. and like, yo, I want that. Yeah, that's no, what that reminded he, me. He he murdered that, and that's no pun intended because it was called funeral. Yeah, but it, <laughs> bro, like he went to rapping, rapping again, and I was like, this is that's that type of rapping is what what drew me to Lil Wayne in the first place. I just called him Lil Wayne. How dare I, Lil Wayne in the first place? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what drew me to him in the first place. Because proper English and everything. Yeah, proper English. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. We out here. Out here. There isn't anything wrong with the radio. That's what funny. I got to let you hear Boot Scoot and Boogie, too. That's my jam. Hey, ask ask Brandon about Boot Scoot and Boogie. Boot Scoot and Boogie, bro. Boot Scoot and Boogie, bro. Ask like, Brandon about it. Sounds like something it. that Puss in Boots would make. Bro, ask, ask Brandon about it. He'll tell you about it. That's my funny, Boot yo. Scoot. Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad funny, bro. It's fire, bro. Oh my God. So yeah, man. That's us when it comes to music, man. Yes, sir. Music is um is very music is very simple yet complex. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And me being a DJ makes sense now. Well, me learning and liking all of these different types of and styles of music makes sense now. You know what I mean? Before it didn't make sense, but when I started DJing, it made sense. When I started producing, it makes sense. It makes sense that all these elements that I liked in songs, like it, it, all, it all makes sense now. Yeah. Like it makes sense why I want to mix like trap with like easier pop stuff. You know, like it makes sense now because I'm like, yo, these songs actually can go together. You know, I'm trying to always trying to figure out transitions. I'm always trying to figure out. What can make the song better? I'm like yeah. me as a DJ, what can I do to make the song better? Yeah, it is what it is. Hip hop is in in my in my bones. <laughs> if nothing else, I always go back to that. But 
I just love music, man. I love music, like with every part of me, I, and I can't help it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love it, man. I really do love it. So, yeah, man. I think that's it. <laughs> Yo, that took up more time than I thought, it man. It did. Like, it did. That, but that's how you know we're we're passionate about yeah, for sure. music. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just love music. Exactly. Bro. Music is awesome. Yeah, it is. Awesome. Man. It is. And recently, I started liking country music. I like oh, the recently? new stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I hear Garth Brooks is like the GOAT. <laughs> Garth Brooks is definitely goaded. You know what I'm Him saying? Him and Tim McGraw. Goats. Yeah, that's another one, Tim McGraw. Uh, Luke Bryan, at this point, goaded. Yeah. So, I'm starting Kick to listen. Kick the dust up, fam. <laughs> Fire. Some of these names are Kick just the crazy, dust bro. Up, bro. <laughs> Fill your cup up. What? <laughs> Kick the dust up. Stop you it. In there. Stop trying to make it like a trap song. That's what it sounds like, bro. I'm, I'm gonna let you hear that one too. That's so. That funny, song yo. sound, bro. That song is fire, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm giving it a chance more because I I'm, I listen to so I'm like man that's that's actually pretty nice. Yeah. For but sure. I don't know if I could do like the old school ones yet. Mm, uh, yeah. I get it. I get, like that's like more of like the acquired taste type thing. But yeah. I mean, I'll I'll listen to it all day, bro. I would <laughs> I would go back and listen to every single one of those songs and not not blink about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And now and now, like I said, um, with the stigmas and stuff, I'm I'm a lot more comfortable with who I am, and I've accepted like that. I just like all types of music, so it doesn't matter that, you know, people think this and that or whatever. I used to like kind of turn the music down a little bit when I'll be playing EDM in the car, but now I'm like, I just don't care, man. I'll vibe out. I don't care. Yeah. I'm out here, you know? So that's it, man. I think that's an episode or two or eight. Maybe. <laughs> it might be an eight-parter. It might be an eight-parter. It's like, what, almost three hours worth? Just about, yeah. Like, yeah, almost. Might be even four. Yeah. No, <laughs> almost three hours. Well, man, that was fun. It was fun. So this is Anthony. This is Santiago. And this has been Precinct Kings. Yes, sir. The Music Edition. <laughs>